Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, Masters in Exercise Science and Minor in Reality, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at the health effects of caffeine. So if you're someone who likes a soda or a cup of coffee in the morning or in the afternoon is a pick-me-up and you want to know what that's doing to your health, check out last week's podcast. You'll probably be pleasantly surprised. This week, as we approach the Thanksgiving holiday, I'd like to look at some of the traditional Thanksgiving feast and some of the dietary angst that surrounds the Thanksgiving feast and see if we can make just a little bit more sense of Thanksgiving. First, let's look at the most obvious uh, thing about the Thanksgiving meal is just the enormity of the meal. And there's foods there that you've waited all year for, you know, for Aunt Gertrude's pumpkin pie or for that uh, oyster dressing or whatever it is that you have waited all year to get to eat. And you probably are going to overeat. Now, some people get really stressed about it. Some people also are the ones that want to tell everybody exactly how bad what they're eating is for them please don't do that. You know, if I have been waiting all year to try that oyster stuffing and I'm just getting ready to take a bite of it and you start telling me all the negatives of it, it's probably not going to make me want to eat it any less. It's probably just going to make me want to not talk to you for then. So unless you have a true food allergy or you know, like you've got celiac disease so you can't eat gluten or something along those lines where you really can't eat something, um, Please don't be the foodophobe. But anyway, let's go back to just the enormity of the meal. And everybody assumes that if you eat that much food, you're going to get fat. Well, let's look at the reality of it. The average, and really, if you look up, it is insane the amount of difference that you get for the average holiday meal. So I took the average of the averages. And the average of the averages says that you're going to eat about 3,500 to 4,000 calories on Thanksgiving Day, which is more than the average person eats during a day. Matter of fact, it's almost two days worth of calories. But that's not as bad of bad news as you think it is, simply because, number one, your body can only process and save so much stuff. It takes work for you to process this food. It's called the thermic effect of food. It's the number of calories you burn just processing the food. And matter of fact, that seems to be where the concept of meat sweats come from. And if you've ever heard of somebody that said they had the meat sweats, protein is more difficult to digest. So meat is mainly protein. You eat a lot of protein. Your body bumps up the uh, temperature. It, it's almost like it's exercising. Um so that you can digest that meat and that's generally where the concept of meat sweats come from just as a quick aside but anyway considering the inefficiency of the human body at digesting the food some of the food is just going to pass on through some of the food extra calories are going to be burned by you know, digesting the food but what about what you actually do digest and what you actually do store that's where when you get on the scale the next day, because a lot of us do weigh every day, when you're on the scale next, the next day, you go, oh my gosh, I put on five pounds. You did not put on five pounds. Because if you ate an extra 3,500 pounds, let's say you ate an entire pound of fat's worth of calories, the most you'd put on is one pound of fat. 
But what happens is a lot of this stuff was carbohydrates and a lot of it was high in salt. Carbohydrates, when they are digested and stored, they have help your body to store water. Whenever you take in lots of salt, your body will store more water. Almost all of that extra weight that you gained whenever you step on the scale the morning after Thanksgiving and go, oh my gosh, almost all that weight is water weight gain. And probably because you know you ate that extra amount, you're going to eat less for the next couple of days, so the overall weight gain will be negligible. Now, where the weight gain over the holiday comes from, because most people do put on two pounds over the holiday, where most of the weight gain comes from is not the big meals, it's the extra stuff, that extra tray of cookies in the break room that you're snacking on. Those are the ones that you have to watch out for. Well, we started on the uh, excess carbohydrates and excess sugar. What about excess sugar? People are like, oh my gosh, I can't have that much sugar. Well, it turns out you probably do anyway. The average American takes in an extra 22 teaspoons of sugar a day. Now, I have no idea how much 22 teaspoons of sugar was, so I got on Google and did a calculation, and it is almost a half a cup. I mean, if you dumped it, if you took 22 teaspoons and poured it into a half cup measuring cup, it would be so close to full that you'd say, okay, that's a half a cup of sugar. So if you're eating at half a cup of added sugar every day, now you're going to eat more than that on Thanksgiving, I feel sure, but you'll have that much, the amount of sugar that you ate on Thanksgiving, you'll have that much in like the next two or three days, just an added sugar. And most of that comes from sugary sweetened drinks, um, not from the extra desserts that you eat. So will you eat too much sugar? Probably. Is it going to be a lot more sugar than what you normally eat? Probably not. What about turkey's going to make you sleepy? Turkey has tryptophan in it, and tryptophan causes you to make serotonin, and serotonin causes you to be relaxed and go to sleep. However, cheese has tryptophan in it. Um, chicken has tryptophan in it. Uh, just about any kind of meat has tryptophan in it. So you're really not getting that much extra tryptophan but what you are getting is an extra day's worth of calories that your body has to do something with. And your body only has so much energy. So whenever you have a really big belly full of food, it slows down the uh, metabolism for other places. You know, so you're not wanting to get out and go for a run or anything like that. It calms that down, makes you a little bit sleepy so you can actually rest and digest. You can get this stuff processed and get it over with. Another thing, they found that in a lot of animal studies, if you fill the belly with anything warm, like they can just do a non-nutritive warm liquid and fill the belly with it, and the animal wants to go to sleep. You can extrapolate that to humans, a good belly full of warm food, you sit down, you start talking, it's nap time. While we're on the topic of talking turkey, what about light white meat versus dark meat? Um, everybody says that the white meat is better for you than dark meat. Is it really? Well, it depends on how you look at it. If you're looking at it just from a fat point of view, white meat is lower in fat than dark meat and probably going to be slightly lower in calories than dark meat, although not significantly, but you're going to get less fat and less saturated fat. However, white meat is also lower in vitamins and nutrients than dark meat. So, what does that mean for you as far as nu nutrition? If you like the white meat, eat the white meat. If you like the dark meat, eat the dark meat. And last, we'll look at the 
foods that used to be healthy before we started cooking them. Um, for example, the pumpkin that was very a very nutritious uh, vegetable before you put all the sugar in it to make it a pie. Or the Brussels sprouts that were a very healthy vegetable before you put all the stuff on them to make them not taste like Brussels sprouts. Or the cranberries that were very high in vitamin C and everything, and then you added enough sugar in it to make it to where you could eat them, um, and that took away some of the nutritional value. Or the potatoes, which is a very healthy vegetable that was uh, that's very satiating, so that it would be good for weight loss even. But then we added all the sugar, all the butter, and all the cream, and half a quart of gravy on top of them, and we kind of reduced that. So you think, well. Is everything here unhealthy? No, you still have all of the vitamins and all the minerals and all the phytonutrients and everything else that were in those foods. You just added some things to it, probably make them a little bit more calorie dense. So what you have to do is just concentrate on the fact that, hey, you're probably going to overeat, but you're going to get some good nutritious food while you are overeating. And if you're still worried about it, just do your best to have some portion control. Don't eat quite as much. Try to walk an extra one or two thousand extra steps during the holidays and really be mindful of any snacks that you have over the holidays. And that will keep your weight under control during the holiday season. And that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, Please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.